from my beautiful home studio in beautiful La Puente, California. This is the All Dodgers Podcast. Hey, little man, man, man. Hit a couple of coins. Make sure that that volume is the proper volume. I think I got to adjust it over here. But on today's show, yes, the James Paxson deal is official. So we'll be resetting the Dodgers starting rotation as spring training nears. Plus, the Kenley Jansen rumors just won't go away so is there real smoke or is it time for this thing to die uh and kike hernandez wants to come back home how can the dodgers make that happen should they make that happen we'll be talking all about it on this uh fine edition of all dodgers live first of all my name is clint pasillas you can find me as real frg on the social media things including over here on instagram where i am live so we're live on twitter we're live on instagram and we are live on youtube youtube of course the best possible platform to be watching this uh, i see a lot more of those comments down there you guys are already going off in the comments so i appreciate everybody hanging out on uh this will be a twisted tea monday guys but i won't open it on camera because i think i get sued for that i don't know pretty, pretty sure it's not sued but we'll have some fun with it but guys sound off in the comments let me know where you guys are representing your dodgers fandom on this monday edition of all Dodgers live and uh, if you guys are watching on uh, the YouTube side of things give this video a thumbs up consider giving it, uh, the channel a subscribe it's completely free if you guys are on the IG side and uh, you know really helps out the channel but let's go ahead and dive into some of the comments here first over on the YouTube side of thing, Young Yi, so first comment I see says, Kike can be backup catcher, no more Austin Barnes. Honestly, I really fucking love that. I really love that that uh, that comment there. You know what? For years, we've been talking about let Kike catch. I know I've said, I've said basically it feels like every show uh, I've been doing here on my channel, Austin Barnes is going nowhere. This team loves Austin Barnes, but... Uh, you know, if it's Kike, it's just kind of funny. It's not going to happen, but I appreciate the comment. Let me get all the way back up to the top of the comments here. BC was first on the YouTube side. We'll give... Uh, I mean, it's the wrong button. Also, that got really loud. You guys don't hear the buttons over there on uh, on the Instagram side. A few folks on the Instagram side. But BC was first there. We'll be taking comments on IG as well. Hopefully, it sounds decent. I should. I got multiple mics going on here. DKM says, re-sign my favorite. I'm assuming... That is about Kike. Uh, Bob Nightingale's in the stream. Of course, the Bob Nightingale says like and subscribe. DJ Jesse hanging out with us in the chat. What is going on, DJ Jesse? Uh, let's see. Kevin Uhas is in here. Uh, let's see. Diane Schroeder in the chat. What is going on? Diane says, hello, Clint Nation. It is a Clint Nation uh, Monday. As, uh, I mean, we, apparently we like to call it a lot of things because I always say as we like to call it. But Clint Nation is something you can get behind. Um pause i also note i will most likely be changing the channel name at some point to have something with the dodgers in there a whole lot of things hopefully going on this week but one thing to pay attention and i see him over on the instagram side uh my old 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 podcast co-host mr kevin perez allen will be joining the show this thursday so you guys want to hang out on the chat make sure you hit that subscribe button and the notification bell to know when we go live dj jesse said there's only one like at least on his side of the youtube thing so guys make sure you hit that thumbs up button over there um Let's see. Let's, let's scroll through here. Showtime LA says Clint Nation with a goat. Thank you, Showtime LA. Nando390 says, so what's the asking price for Kenley? That is a good question. Um, 
We'll talk about it a little bit more. I, I'm sure Boston will take any sort of salary relief that they could get. They, they just want to get out from under that contract. He's due $16 million in, uh, in 2024. Um, they want to get some sort of prospects back, but if they're able to throw in whatever, if they're able to eat the entire contract just to get prospects, I don't even think – I really hope the Dodgers don't go in on that, but we will talk more about Kenley a little bit later on. Los is in the chat. Going on. Oh, what is going on, Los? What's up, Clint? Diane says, y'all better smash that like button, 275-VET. The voice of reason, no on Kenley. Let's go over here. Let me check on the IG. It's going to be a little awkward. i got to reach out and touch IG. Uh, G-Man1974 says, when are you and uh, D-Mac doing a podcast together? i got to reach out to D-Mac again. i uh, I got to – We've got to have our at least monthly show or something like that. But I did have him on uh, at the start of January. Really fun show. Had him on the stream. So uh, much love to my guy, Doug McCain. Uh, let's see. Jen is checking in from Temecula over here. we got G-Man checking in from uh, uh, from Fontana. Let's see. Uh, my guy, Bobbert, checking in from Pico Rivera. Veterans Rock 2 says Barnes is, uh, equals AJ Ellis. And there's a puke emoji there. So... If you guys feel the same, you sound off in the uh, in the comments below. But <sighs> IG side is a little bit more difficult. Let's see. But uh, let's see. Um, DKM says, "What's up, Clint? I was just in Instagram. What is up? What is going on, DKM? Thank you for coming to the the better side here. I really appreciate YouTube. Love you guys over there on IG. Even though I don't expect people to hang out for very long on the Instagram, so I'll probably end it like midway dur- during the show. But let's have a sip." Sean Duffy's in the chat. Let's catch up here. Rogue is in the chat. What is going on? Teresa Gates says, Hi, Clint Nation. What is going on, Rogue? Of course, DJ Jesse checking in from Fontana. Uh, Jose Ayala Ayala checking in from Bakersfield. We got a good, good stream going on here. Poor House Picker says, Clint, I know you and Doug are homies, but you can t- but can you tell him the real FRG is the number one Dodgers show on YouTube, not Dodgers Nation anymore? Hey, you know what, Poor House Picker, I really, really appreciate uh, the love and support on that. You know what, I love my guy Doug. And I'm trying to do my own thing here. I am doing my own thing. We're doing our own thing here. I view you guys as part of the show, and I don't just say it. I mean it. This is you guys are you fine, fine people. You delicious people are what make this show uh, a, a fun time, and what makes me want to keep doing it for sure. Um, all right, let's see anything anything popping. I should probably check over here, make sure I don't have any notes that, uh, of of the misses yelling at me on on our on our chat here. Um, let's see. Mike says you reach out and touch my heart every time you stream. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you. Cody Snavely. What's going on? Canelo. Canelo. I messed that one up in the chat. What's going on, Cody? Uh, appreciate you hanging out on uh, whichever side you're on. I, I did see. Oh, that's right. DKM, you are the real uh, Clint Black on there. I'm the real FRG, but without the. A lot of things happen. Let's slow it down ever so slightly. A uh, lot of great comments in here. Sarah Morris checking in. Uh, Tanner Scott over Kenley says Showtime LA. We'll give that an applause. Rod Wilson checking in. Uh, appreciate you guys all hanging out on the show. Let's see. Um, and, oh, that's uh, Mark. What's going on? Mark is in the chat. Says first show I'm catching. Thanks for chilling at the campground the other day. Appreciate you, Mark. Appreciate uh, as you guys know, missed the stream last uh, two weeks ago. Was out camping. Met a fella out there camping named Mark, and he gave us a bunch of booze because he's a really really cool dude. Appreciate that guy. But let's dive into the big ticket for today. 
I guess we want to call it the big ticket, guys. James Paxton, the deal is officially done, so that's worth hitting the subscribe button here on YouTube if you're there. That thumbs up really does help out the channel, of course. Uh, $11 million deal. Not too bad. G-Man asks, how do we find you on YouTube? At RealFRG. There's also links in the bio on the Instagram side of things. But uh, James Paxton, $11 million deal as uh, initially reported. $1 million bonus if he makes the opening day roster, which he will. So it's a $12 million deal. And there's a $1 million in performance incentives. So the full contract was not uh, uh, officially disclosed by MLB. But these uh, those numbers were from MLB.com. All in all, great great fucking deal for this team you add somebody who has number three number two upside as a starter um but he's not expected to be more than your number four number five guy in this rotation uh i've already talked about him a lot here you know here on this stream with you guys and of course over with my buddies at the bleed lows podcast we talked about him for a good while uh last week it's a really really good addition high upside pitcher basically if he's healthy the dodgers got a good one and there weren't if you're going to go out and pay a crap ton of money for somebody like uh, um, Blake Snell, I'd rather go pay the 12 upwards of $13 million to get James Paxton. But does that move complete the uh, the starting rotation for the Dodgers? One would assume, but this has been a very, very different kind of offseason for this team for sure. Um, we have said it a few times. We know they're going to keep adding more guys on like minor league contracts. You might get one more of the almost uh, Tyler Anderson type of deal late, late, late in the offseason. Not 100% certain on that, but, um, you know, no, I don't want to end you. Um, but I think what we see is about what we'll get. Uh, I probably should have had a, uh, a graphic ready for this, but I am far from a graphics whiz. Uh, if, if we are looking at the starting rotation, you know, what it shapes up as right now, of course, you got your game one starter, unless there's some bad injuries happening. Your game one starter is Yoshinobu Yamamoto. We haven't said the name in a while, so let's throw it out there because why not? Um, Walker Bueller probably won't be ready for opening day but at least that the team has pretty much said they've told us he's not going to be ready for opening day unless something really really drastically changes during spring training but let's say we're in the the heat of the summer the season's humping along walker bueller it should be viewed as your number two guy so we got two in there we got tyler glass now the big offseason trade acquisition along with manuel margot um like class now in that two three spot, that top three could line up with just about anybody in Major League Baseball right now. I mean, I, I'm coming from a very very biased side of the argument for sure. James Paxton slots into that number four spot. Bobby Miller in your number five spot, and Ryan Yarbrough and and Emmett Sheehan kind of acting as a is a number six guy as some sort of opener bulk guy you know they, they will find ways to get these guys in in uh into the into the mix into the fray during the regular season for sure and then the minor league depth yeah we'll say we'll throw in Emmett Sheen because there's a strong likelihood he does not open the season with the team in the starting rotation he's probably or I should say he doesn't open the team on the the, the 40 man or on the active roster fair chance there's a strong likelihood that he will be um uh, out, uh, he'll be actually probably still at minor league camp or at, at you know spring training while the Dodgers are in Korea at least. 
But Gavin Stone is another one of those minor league depth guys. Michael Grove, for as long as they keep him starting, is a guy uh, that's an option there. You will see, as I mentioned in my non-roster invitee video, if you guys didn't see it, check it out. Drop that on Friday. It's also It also went up as, a, uh, as an audio podcast on Saturday. But Eliezer Hernandez is an NRI, has some major league experience in the starting rotation, and is going to be some form of a weapon for this team, whether it's it's a you know one-off fire um, spot start dude when they're on the road or they're about to like take off or injuries uh, just get out of hand. You will see this dude, and then of course the other kids: Nick Frasso, Kyle Hurt, River Ryan. We'll talk more about Kyle Hurt a little bit later, but uh, that's a dude I really, really want to, want to see um, in the damn starting road, or sorry, in the bullpen long term because he's a kid that's nasty. But it's a team pretty well equipped to weather a few injuries for sure. And you know what? We might as well just assume right here that you can eventually add Clayton Kershaw to that list for the second half of the season. Is the rotation perfect? We ask, is any rotation perfect? I'd certainly put this starting five up against any in baseball. Uh, you know, the argument is the Braves are supposed to be the shit. You know, Chris Sale, they added Chris Sale. You still got Max Fried as your ace. Spencer Strider just went out uh, over the weekend or whatever it was during at, at their uh, their Braves fan fest and said, you know what, we are um, we're the shit. We, uh, we have World Series aspirations. We expect to win, and anything less is a failure, which is what you're supposed to say. But Spencer Strider is your number three guy there, and they still got old man Charlie Morton and uh, Bryce Elder, who was a rookie last year, really, really good kid. So those Braves are going to be really, really good. But, again, I would put – the Dodgers starting five, starting six up against just about anybody in baseball, and I'd feel pretty damn good about it. But I want to know what you guys have to say about this topic, so I'm going to dive into the comments after uh, this. Comments are going off. appreciate you guys. DKM asks, can you see me? Also, check it in on Twitter. Yes, DKM, we can see you. 275Vet, a little while ago, says the uh, the Bleed Low show was good. That was fun. I appreciate those guys and, you know, looking forward to working with them again you know, on my channel, on their channel, all that kind of stuff. It, it, was, uh, it was fun. Fun talking Dodger baseball. Uh, Diane earlier said, Clint already dropping F-bombs. Yes, ma'am. That's what we do here on this fine network. We say, uh, we say, fuck it. Um... Roy Estrada wants me to shut down the Jansen rumors. I will. I will. Just give me some time. Give me time. It's going to get there. We're going to get there really, really soon. Johnny Chingus says OC in the house. What is going on, Johnny Chingus? That's a firm name. I like that name. In your face, sucker. That's an in your face, sucker kind of name. Also, that's really loud. I don't know if it's loud for everybody else, but it was kind of loud for me. Um... Let's see, Kevin Uhas uh, pointing out. I appreciate you hanging out with us, Kevin. You are Kevin Uhas. There's another Kevin, and then there's another Kevin. Uh, but also because we are above the third tax bracket, he's costing the team like $25 million. Uh, I'm assuming this is in reference to the Kenley Jansen stuff because, again, as always, I am a little behind in comments. Yeah, yeah, you do have to really factor that in, and that's where I, I kind of hope they don't make any more moves. I think this team is more than good enough to make it to the postseason. They don't need to have you know, a, a, a six-man starting rotation in October. You need to just get get to the dance and then, you know, bring your, your best four forward, best five at most. So um, say pocket a few bucks maybe 
Let's save a couple of dollars, would you, Los Angeles Dodgers, as my mic starts cutting out ever so slightly. Um, but good point. I appreciate that. Let's give a couple coins to, uh, to Kevin Yuhas in the chat. Showtime LA says Bobby Miller sub three ERA and 200 strikeout season loading. I love this idea from Showtime LA going all in on Bobby Miller sophomore season, bucking the trend of the sophomore slump. I'm in on it. I really hope, uh, I hope he could prove, um, I don't know if there's haters out there, but I, I hope he could take a leap forward in his second year. Uh, you know, land some of that, those secondary pitches a little bit better, not let himself get flustered by the moment. He got better with it as the season went on, but then, you know, the postseason happened. And anyway, things, things became things in the postseason. Roy Estrada says, Queen Diane thinking someone inside the organization is pushing for Jansen, like Freeman or Hayward. Interesting point or interesting take. Um, I don't, I don't know that anybody's has a need or has a reason to be really gung ho about trying to bring Kenley Jansen back. Like personally, if I'm with the team and I'm trying to win uh, a world series, I am probably not. Um, what's the word going to pick up a bad pitcher. <laughs> this is maybe not a bad pitcher, but not a good, not a great pitcher. I think I, I, I more takes more takes coming up in a little bit on uh, Kenley Jansen. 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 Uh, let's see. 275 Vet says, Sheehan was an emergency call-up uh, from 2 a.m. last year in that train wreck of injuries. It's nice for him to get a little 3A time. Yeah, give give him some time at AAA. Let, let him season a little bit more. He's still young. He still has some development ahead of him. Um, if, if this team, you know, before the uh, the Paxton signing, this was a kid that was – there was a lot of expectations. You know, he was viewed – at least by some as the number three guy or the number three, number five guy in the rotation. And I would rather not see, you know, him in his second year and then, you know, second year, Bobby Miller and just things could, things could be a little bit better than those guys uh, kind of dealing with the, or, or solidifying the back end of the rotation. I'd rather have them, somebody like Emma Sheehan ready to fire when needed, as opposed to needed to fire, which hey, I kind of like that one. I'm going to give me a, Shotgun to the back of the head. Rika Kasumi says, I bet the Dodgers are also going to spend $18 million for another broken pitcher. <laughs> I mean, hasn't hasn't Andrew already kind of spent his broken pitcher allotment? It, it, let's, again, let's assume Clayton Kershaw's coming back. Uh, he also got Paxton, who hasn't really had a full healthy season in a number of years. What is it, since... 19 or something like that. I don't have the the stats in front of me. Fully healthy season. Let's um you know, maybe don't spend that extra money on uh on somebody like uh anybody that's an injury prone pitcher. Even like I was going to go in on Hunjin Ryu last week and I had in the past, but he's somebody who, you know, he's coming off the the Tommy John. He's not that 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 far removed from it, but he's still far enough removed, but still he would have been another guy that's kind of you know, has some injury history. Hold on, I'm not going to do, we're going to avoid all of the air quotes this week. We're going to do our best. For every air quote I do, I'll take a drink. Diane, with the great question, 
Why is Walker Bueller not ready when they were trying to get him ready for the postseason last year? You know what? As we get a cheers from Blake or Black Death, Blake Death, whatever you are, um, I'm gonna go with Black Death 28. Thank you, Black Death 28. I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give that a um, I'm gonna give that a uh, that coin. There it is. I don't quite understand the the kind of shift with the Walker Bueller you know outlook and him not being. Oh, I, you know, let me let me take that back. I do understand it because they want to not have him pitching the entire season. They 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 need to care about October more than May, more than April. So there's a fair chance. I would not be surprised. I honestly wouldn't even be overly offended if they gave Walker Bueller the first month off. Will it look you know cool as we get a burp in there? Hit that desk bell for a burp. You guys can't hear the desk bell. I'm sorry. Um. Uh, yeah, I would rather them slow play him and let him, you know, when he makes his return, let it count as opposed or just let it go from there as opposed to pitch, take a couple of weeks off during the season and then come back. I'm not a fan of that. And and they, you know, they did that kind of with the plan was that with Clayton Kershaw last year, then the shoulder injury kind of made it um, <laughs> a little more permanent ish. But um I think there's not much in the way of of an injury. Damn it, I did it again. Per se, with Walker Bueller. Oh, wait, I said I had to do this. Huh? I don't think there's so much of an injury with the Bueller situation. I think it's more of a just just looking ahead and, and trying to take care of, of the starting rotation in October. I think this is a team that is now laser-focused on what they're doing in the postseason and what they need to do in the postseason. Which is why they were trying to ramp him up so quick, and he was trying to ramp himself up, Bueller, so quick last year because he wanted to make the team and help the po- help them out in uh, the postseason. But let's see, um, two seven five at says Bueller's ready. They just might start him. Oh, there's your answer <laughs> because of the uh, early limit to the innings. And this is going to be a team that does have a lot of, um, we'll say, uh, no. But now I've said it a few times. Nobody's going to go out there and and make thirty starts. Nobody's going to go out there and throw 200 or, or 180 innings. They're going to be very, very cautious or uh, not training wheels, but you know they're going to be holding. They're going to be holding their hand, the, the starting rotation's hand, along the way to make sure nobody falls and and you know has a boo boo on their knee or what have you. Moose is checking in from the gym. I know I got to catch up on the comments here. I'm 10 minutes behind. Moose is catching in from the gym. Appreciate you hanging out with us, Moose1032, on the YouTube. That is awesome. Getting your workout. I am getting my 12-ounce curls in on this Monday. I was real hesitant about the booze, but I think, you know, it loosens you up for the show, gang. So cheers. All right, I'm going to scroll down. Um, scroll down a little bit here so we can catch up more on where we're at. Diane brings up a good point where I talked about the Braves a couple minutes ago. The Braves don't have Otani and Yamamoto. Of course, Otani's not pitching this year, but he is hitting. And that dude, as they say, can hit the shit out of the ball. Over on the Instagram side of things, I see a very important comment from my friend Louie asking, will they have Michelada Mondays? Will they? I don't know. There's not going to be there's, – there's a lot of Mondays and Thursdays off uh, over the first couple of months of the season. Uh, two and a half months of the season, so you're gonna have to be real, real, um, real lucky to get them early. Michelada's Monday, Michelada Mondays going. Me personally, not a Michelada guy. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Unpopular opinion. Not a Michelada guy. 
Give me a tall can or give me a shot. That's all I got. Brandon White loves my streams. Appreciate you, Brandon White. We'll give uh, Brandon um, give Brandon the clap there. <laughs> Rebecca's in the chat getting ahead on us saying no Kenley Jansen. I think we're all feeling the same. And I don't really want to talk a lot about Kenley Jansen later, but I do have it kind of planned out a little bit uh, structured. You know, I try to have some structure to the show or else it's all madness. Madness, I say. No, Ortega's in the chat. So he's currently driving, but listening and to smash the like button for uh, for Clint Nation here. So, guys, hit that like button if you haven't done it already. Subscribe again; it's completely free. Really helps out the channel. Uh, Roy Estrada says, "Give the youngsters a chance to gain experience. We are loaded. Use them exactly. I mean, you just talk about look at some of those dudes I just mentioned a little bit ago: Emma Chien, Gavin Stone, Michael Grove, Eliezer Hernandez, Nick Frasso, Kyle Hurt, River Ryan. Uh, those last three a, a few weeks back talked to um, uh, Dodger Dailies, Casey Porter. Great video. Check that out on my channel as well. I'll try to remember to link it right here. Uh, let's see, where am I at? Like, I'll just, I'll just leave myself a note. It said link." video Casey there now I'm gonna go back in and I'm gonna do one of those little uh, one of these little you know those things that looks good for you guys um, yeah I'd rather see any of those guys uh, get more opportunity than them than the team that the you know the Dodgers sign another let's say aged broken starter or another reliever or acquire another re- a reliever Craig Osterberg says DFA Vesia and and Fergie. Uh, you need a couple more lefties, um, you know, in the pen before you get any further, right there. So uh, you probably need to leave that. Plus, I decided, I decided, I'm going to go in. I'm 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 pushing my chips in on Alex Vesia this year, and it's only because he's a good dude. And I only say he's a good dude because, well, I mean, I've met him before. He's a really, really like nice dude. You do wish him well, but. At the same time, there was some you know YouTube kid who does like baseball um, content. I forgot the name of the channel, but he he did uh, he took live at bats off of Alex Vesia, and Vesia is just a good dude. Uh, it was really entertaining, and that's what I decided to be fully in on Alex Vesia because I I think he's a good dude. So now he's gonna be my new Matt Beatty for uh, the old school uh, Blue Heaven fans here. As Mister Dingers checks in on the Instagram sign, Vesia is a nice dude and a beast. He is a beast. I will give that. I would love to see him hit the strikes out a little bit more, maybe. You know, enough of that. That that high arm side uh, leaving the ball up and away, but you know, maybe that's just me. Sarah Morris says we need to save something for the trade deadline. I agree, both in prospects and in uh, salary and payroll for sure. Kevin Perez Allen, who will be on the show on Thursday, he says just need Jason Grabowski, and this is a World Series contender. That is how you derail a show with some solid 2005 Dodgers references. That sounds like a segment to me, guys. We'll we'll talk about that more on Thursday. But uh, let's see. Let's 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 crank down here. Uh, somebody 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 mentioned the Manta mask. Oh man, forgot about that. That was uh, that was first half of last season, right there. Ie Doyer says, name a pitcher who doesn't get injured. This guy, this guy right here, actively that hurt my shoulder while I'm doing it. So that was as we call um. That's a lie. That was a lie that you guys just witnessed. 
Uh, Steven Munoz says, what up, Cliff? Even though I'm Clint, what up, Cliff? What is going on, Steven? He says, will you be attending Dodger Fest? 209 will be there again with the fan band. I will be at Dodger Fest, provided there is uh, not a whole bunch of rain, which it looks like in the latest forecast. It's going to be not rainy, so I will be there. Um, we'll talk more about it on Thursday. I do want to meet up with, with you folks. Anybody who's around that's not going to murder me, I would appreciate that. Uh, I'll probably post in the, uh, what do I call that? The, the community channel on my, or community chat, community page on my YouTube channel about like where I'm going to be, but I'm assuming I'll be somewhere waddling around, um, Centerfield Plaza and, uh, grabbing myself a nice hornito. Oh wait, no, that's not a sponsor anymore. Uh, Kevin Skinner in the chat says, I don't think Bueller gets more than 25 starts this year. I would agree with that. I would say that's pretty damn close. Uh, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to do one more. I'm going to say 26 because why not? Um, Samuel Ellis says oral played injured all 89, missed all of 90 and half of 91. You know what? That shoulder, that shoulder, you know what? Don't, don't let, um, <laughs> don't let Tommy Lasorda keep sending you out there. Let me tell you that the, the numbers aren't worth it. The, uh, the, the, the Cy Young isn't worth it in 88. Of course, Dodgers don't win without oral Hershiser. Jack A. Powers, checking in on YouTube. What's going on? Jack says, I wouldn't trade a Dodger dog and three parking passes for Ken Lee. <laughs> Wish him well, but the Dodgers going full throttle. Uh, with the full, going full throttle. That's an air quote from him. I had to, listen, I, I, that is not me. Anyways, I'm also doing, I'm not do those hands. Uh, go, the going full throttle Red Sox who are trying to trade away what they claim is a star with negative trade value. Yeah, no, um, Red Sox dumb. Red Sox bad. Dodgers better. But uh, I love that. I definitely would not trade a Dodger dog and three parking passes for Kenley either. I'm pretty sure that's about $1,500 this coming season. Um, uh, Diane talking about, we're talking about Vessi a little bit ago, saying I hope Alex Vessi has his timing down with the pitch clock this year. He should be in a lot better of a situation than he's been in years past or than he was in you know, last year, especially early on. It took him, it took him a little while to get used to that, but hopefully, hopefully he's, he's very much, much practicing with that pitch clock. I.E. Doyer is more worried about Ferguson than Vessia. Ferg looks like he doesn't know where the ball is going. I, I've I mentioned a few times uh, so far this offseason, I don't like the way the the Dodgers and, and Dave Roberts used Caleb Ferguson last year. He started the season great, and they were very, very consistent with his role. He was a seventh-inning guy. He was an eighth-inning guy. Um, he wasn't opening games. He didn't have to close too much. Just keep him in his role. Don't use Caleb Ferguson as an opener, and maybe – he'll be uh, in a lot better of a situation. But um, I agree. There were points where Ferg did not know, uh, looked like he didn't know quite where the baseball was going. And, of course, some folks checking in on the Instagram side. Appreciate you guys hanging out. I'm looking over here more because this is a live YouTube show. I'm also going live here on uh, the Instagram. Appreciate you hanging out. It's better to check it out on YouTube.com slash, uh, I almost said the wrong one, at RealFRG. And, um I'll, I'll be able to see more comments there than I can see here. But tell, tell your friends, tell your grandma, tell your mom, we are hanging out. Let's, uh, let's move into the other kind of rumors and, uh, and what have you. As I see a Jason Repko reference from Dodger Blue 4, and I love, I love that one. I'm going to give that a couple coins because I was a big-time Jason Repko fan because we had to be in 2005. Such a bad team. Really shitty team. 
But let's talk Kike Hernandez. Hernandez. Kike wants to come home. The report goes. Uh, Ken Rosenthal, the athletic. The quote is, the Angels continue to show interest in free agent Kike Hernandez, which is something we talked about last week on the stream. But uh, they fear that he prefers a return to the Dodgers, according to a source briefed on the team's discussion. So obviously, Kike Hernandez wants to come back home to the Dodgers. Why would you not want to come back home to this version of the Dodgers? It's an incredible team. No team has done more to make their their roster um, more playoff worthy or, or more World Series worthy than the Dodgers have this offseason. Oh, yeah, other teams have made some really, really solid additions, but, uh, you know, nobody got Shohei except for the Dodgers. I don't I'm, – I'm, I'm mixed on a, on a potential Kike reunion personally. Like I was against it when the trade happened last year, but then it, it proved out to be like a really, really solid trade, a solid addition that the team needed at the time uh, on an, in a number of ways. But, you know, how does this team now with where they stand with how the roster is set up, how can the Dodgers, how could the Dodgers make a Kike Hernandez reunion happen? And should they? Well, they obviously would need to trade one or two guys, really just one, and they need to figure out, kind of what the bench is going to look like. Could Kike make the bench a, a, a little bit better or a lot a bit better, depending on who you move? And sorry, it's not going to be Austin Barnes. We are not going to let Kike catch, despite uh, the, the popular opinion of that one guy who left a comment earlier in the show, who I forget who it was, but I love that comment. Personally, so I mean, on the bench, you got Miguel Rojas, you got uh, uh, Manuel Margot, and you have Chris Taylor. Um, I'm of the opinion that I'd rather have the Rojas, Margot, Hayward, Platoon, uh, whoever's not starting will be on the bench, and CT on the bench over Kike in any of those spots because they either provide better offense, more speed with Margot, better or sorry, better defense, better defense with with somebody like Rojas who is you know by. Just be fair, he's kind of a glove-first kind of player. Uh, Margot, also a glove-first kind of player, does have some contact, but a lot of speed. So you got better defense, better speed, Papa John. I mean, sorry. And you have better contact ability with maybe a CT3. And I know that's when, that one's going to be a very unpopular one there. Uh, but we'll say either CT or Margot. Maybe those dudes have a little bit better contact ability over Kike Hernandez. Kike has the power advantage for sure, but that's about it. And, you know, a good Chris Taylor, which we have seen in the past, we've seen all-star Chris Taylor, even he can match the, the Kike Hernandez power output. So yes, there's the playoff success that comes with Kike Hernandez, but I, I don't think the team finds a way to move the, what is it? Five, $6 million that's owed to Miguel Rojas to, to, trade him and also pay Kika Hernandez for whatever the hell he's looking for. If it's a one-year deal, two, three-year deal, you don't know quite what he's looking for, but it's still going to be added salary. Um, I don't think anybody really wants Manuel Margot. Let's be fair. And he has a, a fairly solidified role as that kind of out to outfield platoon guy, um, a backup in center field. If things go wrong with, with uh, James Outman, um, 
you know, admittedly, you, you trade Margot, you probably open up some more playing time for Chris Taylor, but then, you know, Kike is kind of in that same spot. So you already have the bench as like, you're not going to have a bench full of all-stars, even though the team technically does have an all-star on the bench with, with Chris Taylor. And, you know, there would be one on the bench as well. If Jason Hayward is on the bench or starting that game on the bench or what have you, I just don't see how the, um, if, you know, as much as Kike wants to come back, I don't see how the team finds a way to, to fit him into, into the plan in, on the roster, into the finances and all that kind of crap. But I want to hear what you guys have to have to say. And I know I've already seen a few comments going off here. Um, Jose Gonzalez says Kike hit uh, 237. He blows you know, it. He, he does know how I, I will give him the credit where credit is due. Kike Hernandez knows how to make a, a an early impression. We saw it. Um, what was it? 2019. Where he, I think he hit like two home runs in that eight home run opening day game, um, and then you know everything just kind of you know tailed off from there. Maybe didn't really tail off. He had a, good, a decent decent enough year in nineteen, but um, comes back last year has a really really good start to his uh, restart to his Dodger career, and then you know goes through slumps as, as these players do for sure. Kike is is definitely somebody that uh, that has tendencies. Uh, to get caught into long slumps at times, but um, you know, I, I don't know if he blows, but sure, I don't know. I don't know how to transition away from that, so I'm just gonna like totally do this and wave my hands around. Showtime LA. I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying I agree. I'm not saying I disagree. Showtime LA says Kike wants to be on the real LA team and. That's a angel's burn, so I'm gonna do that. Crass nine five one says dump Margot and bring in Kike. I, I, if that was the move, I would definitely be more for that. I'm not a Manuel Margot fan. I doubt I ever really will be, but still. Jenny Vegas in the chat. What's going on? Jenny Vegas says hello, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us, Jenny. Um, Alex, uh, who would asking who would we even drop off the forty man at the moment? I don't think they would DFA anybody. It really feels like it would be a a full blown. Um, trade. The only way a Kike Hernandez reunion happens is if the Dodgers can swing a trade and and salvage some salary relief from it. If it's a Chris Taylor, which he's kind of untradeable at the moment, uh, he also has a you know, charity event coming up. You know, some more power to him. Love Chris Taylor, but he's not he's not the most uh, valuable player out there that um, that folks might want to see. And then. Uh, Margot owed nine million dollars. I don't know who really wants to take that on. And you know, the same with Miguel Rojas. It probably maybe the Dodgers wish they didn't offer him or give him that extension last year during uh during Dodger Fest or during Fan Fest, as we called it back in the day. Kevin Skinner says Kike is uh, greater or better than Margot, but I don't think they trade Margot, so I don't think he'll be back. Yeah, that's it's one of those situations where one thing has to happen to lead to the other. There's a whole um there's a whole butterfly effect there. Kevin Uhas says, uh, we're going back-to-back Kevins here. Give give Hernandez whatever he wants. We've wasted roster spots and money on cheerleader role before. Get wrecked. I like it. I appreciate that one. I don't know that I want him back that bad for sure. There's other cheerleaders out there. But to have a little bit of, um, you know, I, I don't even think they need that because Gavin Lux is going to be back and, and Gavin Lux is going to be that guy. He's the funny faces guy. And that's what he does. He loves it. It's his thing. Guys, 
We have another 2005 reference here. Right Field Pavilion says, My sources tell me NC Brazabon is looking to make a comeback with the Dodgers. <laughs> all 2005 Dodger, all Dodgers podcasts, let's go. Appreciate those as well. Dodgers Everything says, I don't see it happening with Kike. 275 Vet says, You can never have enough, Kike. Different. I don't even know if those are different opinions, but those are opinions. Alfonso says, be careful what you ask for. Uh, you don't want a player. Dodgers will get him. Fans wanted Seager, Bellinger, Kike. Dodgers didn't have them back. Fans wanted Dave gone. Dodgers extended him. I guess we have to do a little reverse psychology on the Dodgers, what we're suggesting here. We can give it a try. Why not? I'm in. I'm in on it. Mindy, oh, I'm not going to finish that one there. Um... Uh, Craig says Kiki does not want to play for the losing angels. Nobody wants to play for the angels. Let's be real. Look at how happy Shohei Otani is at Dodger stadium these days. Just to throw that one out there. Dodger blue four says Rojas is a good dude. I, I, I really do like, um, what Rojas could be for this team. He's an important backup at catcher. I mean, a catcher at shortstop. He's going to be an important backup at, 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 at uh, third base as well. And we've seen him play some incredible third base in his, uh, in his career, in his Dodger career as well, letting him settle into that role. And personally, I'd rather have a couple of more defense speed first, or just really defense first guys on the, um, on the bench over, you know, Kike, who's, he's not slow. He's not, a bad defender. You know, the metrics were not friendly to him last year. He got better with the Dodgers as most people usually do, but you know, it was a nice reunion. Just let it, let it end there with Kike. Mr. Classic says too many dead weights. Jenny Vegas says subscribe. If you don't have a YouTube account, make one and then subscribe. So that's a really good point. We'll push the button again. C Ras says Kike for the vibes. You know what? You know, the best kind of vibe is winning some dubs. Some B-dubs. I also just, you know, Sam Ellis. Samuel Ellis says, Hanser Alberto is still a free agent. He can close, too. Look at that. No. Mike Taylor says, Kike has slowed down a ton. Yeah, I mean, he's older now. He's a family. I hear those ruined people. <laughs> uh, 275 Vets says, I might uh, rather... I don't actually... Oh, okay. I would rather have Kike over CT3, even though CT is clutch. He is clutch at times. They both have it. Uh, but I will button up on this one. Diane says, unfortunately, there's no spot for Kike on this team. And that's just the reality of the situation. I'm sorry, Kike. Uh, we all, you know, we all want to go to the party, but sometimes you're not invited. And um, we appreciate you for the service you have provided to this team over the years. Uh, somebody said, too. A couple of people all of a sudden defending Manuel Margot. Victor Fuentes says Margot is going to surprise a lot of people on how good he really is. I mean, we've seen flashes of this dude being solid in the past. I, I'm I'm not going to hold my breath on it. Jose Gonzalez says uh, people are sleeping on Manuel Margot. So we'll see how that works out. I'm looking forward to hopefully him having a good start to his career, his Dodger career, which probably will just be one season, but having a good start to the season. And, um, you know, Parlaying that to a nice contract elsewhere after the uh, <laughs> after the year. Right field, right field pavilion says, I'm here. Brett Tomko looking to come out of retirement. <laughs> oh, give that one the applause. I had Brett Tomko on the, uh, the Blue Heaven show a number of years ago. It was fun. The best conversation with him happened when the cameras uh, stopped rolling. Or I think I was might have been just audio. No, no, we were doing live. 
that I didn't do that one live as a pre-record. But yeah, I asked him, uh, asked him about some real inside baseball talk, and it was uh, it was some good stuff. And I'm not going to reveal what he said. So <laughs> let's see, Kevin Perez Allen leaving a nice comment that I'm not going to read, but I appreciate it. But um, let's see, let's catch a couple more comments, and then we will we'll talk about the Kenley shit. Very, very not happy about the Kenley shit. Um. <laughs> Diane says Lux in that bruh face. I think he's kind of resting bruh, but um, I'm excited for Lux. Did a video about it. Didn't do that great, but I was still happy to talk about Gavin Lux here on the channel. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Skinner notes, the Angels just picked up uh, Aaron Hicks over Kike, so it looks like that door might have closed as well. Um, all right, there's a lot of things going on in the chat. I don't know where we're at, but I do see Carnivorous Lunar Activity saying, yo, yo, Clint Nation, what is going on? Carnivorous Lunar Activity, Kevin Skinner says, don't let Margot steal home. Don't worry. Not, not as long as um, Clayton Kershaw's uh, hanging around. That'll never, ever happen. Um, Freddie O. <laughs> Freddie O says, what's up, Clint? Let's pray for no Kenley. We don't need those long walks of the dugout with him hanging his head like I last remember him. But it's not the last time we remember him. That's a really good point. I do like the idea of the last time he was in a Dodger uniform. It was it was a pretty decent season. You know, we don't we we definitely look back and we still think about the twenty uh, the twenty twenty postseason and that you know kind of pain. But um, he's the last time he was in a Dodger uniform. You know, it ended well. He was pitching well, and it's just kind of let's leave it there. Is kind of the opinion, but. I guess it's finally time. Let's dive into it. The Kenley Jansen rumor that just will not die from Ken Rosenthal. Also in his most, uh, one of his most readest, uh, recent articles, he said the Dodgers seem focused on adding a high leverage reliever, perhaps Ryan Brazier as a free agent or the Red Sox, Kenley Jansen in a trade. Look, I love Kenley Jansen as much as the next guy, but the idea of a reunion with him just plainly does not make sense for this team. One, like Brazier is a better, cheaper option. Kenley had a really, really good start to his 2023 season. He hit that 400 save mark. It was fun. You know, there was popping bottles and partying. And then he was not good from there, from that point on. Or at least he struggled from that point on. The, The main thing with me, though, is, or for me, and talking about this Kenley situation, you have so many pitchers already kind of waiting in the wings. There are guys, there are minor leaguers ready to go, and those guys need a chance. Uh, you know, personally, I'd rather see Michael Grove get a full time shot in a bullpen role than go through the Kenley Jansen roller coaster experience again. It's my take. I'm sure that's a take of a lot of folks out there. Um, honestly, if I saw Kenley Jansen back in a Dodger uniform and taking away playing time, pitching time, time in the bullpen from Kyle hurt, I might riot. That's a problem to me. You're going out and giving this dude or or spending more money on a Kenley Jansen. When you got free ass Kyle hurt, who, if you guys don't remember in his very, very brief, uh, Dodger cameo last year, was kind of a beast. It's kind of a badass. Gotta get that dog in him. Just saying. So, 
Uh, those are my thoughts on it. I don't want Kenley Jansen back. I want this stupid rumor to die. Somebody in the Red Sox is paying Ken Rosenthal to keep putting this shit in his fucking articles or Bob Nightingale to keep talking about it. The Dodgers, there's not a reason for them to be in on Ken, Rose, uh, Ken Rosenthal. I mean, don't sign Ken Rosenthal. He's probably not a very good closer either, but they should not be in on Kenley Jansen at this point in time. You have better options. You have better pizza, better ingredients, Papa John's. You also have a lot of rookies that deserve a chance over Kenley Jansen coming back. I know Kenley wanted to re-sign with the team after the 2021 season. I know he wanted to try to come back last year. Just was not in the cards. It just plainly should not be in the cards. Let's take some thoughts from the audience here. And of course, we already kind of talked a lot about Kenley throughout the show, the sprinkled in there. Did not want to make this a very beefy Kenley Jansen uh, segment because I think there's a lot of folks who are just done with this, this bullshit rumor. It's not, it's a non-rumor. And even so, like if, if, if it were a rumor, you would not hear about it. You don't hear about Dodgers rumors. That's kind of, kind of my thoughts uh, on the subject here. So let's find some Kenley thoughts here. Um, Tony Ordaz the third says no Kenley. Um, Victor Fuentes Kenley plus cash for Miguel Rojas. Now that would not open up the um, the Kike Hernandez spot like some people might want in that situation because you still would need to clear a forty man spot. Hepatitis C later says Brazier going to regress. Um, appreciate the comment. We don't know. We don't know exactly for sure, of course, but I'm 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 okay with them not going the the Brazier re-sign route as well. Again, I would rather see Michael Grove or, or more so Kyle Hurt getting opportunities this year over these, you know, old head veterans. Like, yeah, Brazier was fine. He was good. Let him go get the bag. He should have already got the bag. If it was one season uh, before, he would have got that Chris Martin money like the, the Red Sox gave out uh, last year, and he would have been really, really happy about it. But different offseason. Nobody's spending money right now. <laughs> Case of point, Mr. Classic says, Boris is desperate for money bad. Yeah, what's going on with all of his guys? Just saying. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit uh, after after this, after we wrap up Kenley Jansen talk. Kevin Skinner, a lot of Kevin's in here. Kevin Skinner says, the only thing I like about Kenley is he's insurance for when trying to fire eyes or, or Joe Kelly get hurt. We know Joe Kelly's going to spend time on the IL. It's just, it's, it's a part of his DNA at this point. He's older as well, but like trying to fire eyes. And yeah, they're, they're really, this team is going out. Um, you know, they have a lot of hope that these guys, uh, that the, the tape and the super glue is going to hold these guys back together. Jury's out on what they can do, but honestly, I would probably take both of their upside over a Kenley Jansen reunion because what does Kenley Jansen have? I think I said it in a video not too long ago. He has like one and a half pitches. You know the cutter's coming and sometimes a kind of meh slider. It's gotten a little bit better, a little bit tighter, but people know when it's coming. I don't I don't necessarily and he he started adding that two seamer as well. It was not a very good two seamer. So Give me Trinan, give me Fire Eisen, give me Kelly before Kenley. And if any of them are hurt, give me Kyle Hurt. Kyle Hurt. Um, <laughs> see some Puig talk in there. Mike Taylor saying Grove is trade bait. I don't know that he's trade bait. You have to be uh, you have to be an asset that a team wants before you can be trade bait. Uh, 275 Vets says Kenley or Kimbrell. Can I 
can I take death? I would I would prefer neither, but I guess in that situation I would go Kenley. At least he's a more lovable villain. Not even a villain. We got a thumbs down from Freddie O on Kenley. Uh Hepatitis C later says hopefully the Royals trade for Kenley. That would suck for him. They're 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 not gonna be good for a while. Mr. Classic says Dodgers' big, big, biggest flaw will be injuries for sure. Depends on how Dave manages through the injuries. Um, Victor, send Kenley to the Padres. <laughs> now, remember, they don't, they don't have money. The Padres ran out of money. Dennis Gonzalez says they should give Dustin May the opportunity to be the closer rather than bring Kenley back. And I made a video about that a couple weeks ago or two weeks ago, I, I, I love the idea of moving Dustin May to the bullpen. He's somebody in a best-case scenario is coming back from Tommy John in, like, August, maybe September, so not enough time for him to ramp back up into a starter's workload. But at this point, dude can't stay healthy as a starter. You got to start exploring different options, uh, different opportunities there. I'm getting over, we'll be getting over to IG in a second here. See a couple of things in there. Uh, Diane Schroeder brings up a really good point. Face it, Clint. The sports writers have nothing to write about, so why not write about the Kenley rumors? They, they, it's a good point. I'll give you a couple coins for that. And everybody, everybody knows that the Red Sox are um, liars, and they said they were going to go out and have a big time off season, spend all this money, and they didn't do a damn thing. And then they pretty much told their fans we're not actually going to do anything um also can other people please take these guys and give us some money back so we need something to write about we need spring training to be back or to be here already because um i want spring training to be here Showtime LA says we're fed up with Kenley giving us heart attacks. Uh, Mediman five dodge in the chat saying one blown Kenley lead and the booing will never end. Yeah, I don't want to go back to that kind of toxicity at Dodger Stadium again. It got real ugly there for for a good little while, and you know, I don't think he he wants to go through. I mean, it was also pretty ugly in Boston. Boston's a terrible place to be, but still, um, I don't want to have to feel bad. For the dude getting booed while at the same time me, you know, booing him. <laughs> Mr. Classic says Kenley at 36 will be awful. I think age is absolutely not on his side, even though he threw harder than he ever had in his career last season with the uh with the red the red Sox. Red Sox, what they're called. Nailed it. See that? It was totally, totally a smooth transition there. You guys thought I was gonna say the Reds. Thought wrong. 275 vet what trinan will we see you know what let's talk about that in a second I, I'll, I'll button up the kenley jansen talk i think majority of folks here i think we're we're about 98 percent all on board with the idea of not having kenley jansen back in a dodger uniform if you guys you know have other thoughts on it sound off in the comments otherwise this feels pretty well buttoned up and i hope to never talk about Kenley Jansen again on this channel. So back to the comment there. 275 vet, what Trinan will we see? Well, we haven't seen him for a while. He had the shoulder thing and it just kind of didn't go away because, you know, injuries like that kind of just don't go away. And uh had the surgery and I don't know what to expect. You know, the reports, I, honestly, I don't remember much of the reports out of, uh, out of AAA last year, but 
considering what he was before that nasty, like they called it the turbo sinker, that that um, 98 mile an hour nasty cheddar just boil, bo- boiling or bowling down in the strike zone. I don't, I mean, that's the type of stuff that, that sort of comes when your shoulder's almost broken, you know, like, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what kind of Ken, or Ken, what am I talking about Kenley again? What kind of Blake Trinan we will see in, in 24. I hope it's a healthy one. I hope it's a serviceable, serviceable one because we know he's got 99 in the tank or he had it before and he's got a nasty slider. And it's nice to know that this isn't necessarily your eighth inning guy. He's definitely not your, 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 you know, go-to closer or whatever. He is by all accounts, a middle reliever and somebody that should be, um, could be if healthy, you know, one of the more unsung heroes of the Dodger bullpen. Dodger Blue 4, why does this team seem to value veterans over using the younger pitcher, the pitchers? Um, that's a tough question. It's great. What a great question. I, you know, it's, it's, they, they're hit and miss on it because sometimes they will go with the younger guys, but I, I think they just, this is an organization that that's, hasn't really produced the can't miss guys in a little while. And, you know, the, we can look at the, um, what am I looking for? We can look at the Michael Bush trade to the Cubs and, and, you know, the kind of lackluster return this team got, you know, there's, and there's, I think what there was only two, there's only two guys on the, um, uh, they only have two guys in the top, uh, 100, uh, I think it was baseball America's top 100 prospects right now. It, as much as we, as Dodger fans, are biased towards believing these these believing in these younger dudes, believing in these prospects. Um, they might not be it, man. They might not be right. Uh, you know, uh, can't miss. They're not the can't miss guys. They're not blue chip dudes. So the nowadays or the last couple of years, especially, you know, last year was sort of the 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 team did lean into the younger. Uh, a younger wave, especially in the starting rotation, some of it out of necessity, some of it out of planning or, or expectation. Um, but, you know, it didn't quite work out. And maybe that's just because these guys aren't that great or, or weren't always going to be like, again, the can't miss type of dude. So I'm rambling. I'm mumbling here. Uh, the short version is I don't know exactly why the team values the veterans over um the younger pitchers, maybe there's a little bit of hubris there and that they really, really love, you know, fixing and repairing people because they have a hell of a damn good uh, track record of doing it. But I would like to see them give a few more, um, a few more opportunities to, uh, what am I looking for? To the younger, the younger crowd, the next generation. Uh, I see one there, the most latest comment. I'm going to read it over here. Eric Stottle, I believe I see, says, talk to us about Hudson. How likely is he, uh, to play, uh, to pitch for the big club this year. So I don't remember if he had knee surgery. I, I think there was a one point he was trying. <laughs> I see your comment over there, Kevin. Um, he was trying to make a comeback late last year, uh, or he was hoping to, it wasn't going to happen after that knee injury, considering the upper body, is good. The arm is still not bugging him. The fact that you know, he just needs to stabilize his knees. And he was, you know, even after injuring his knee on that, that last, um, 
in his last outing, he was still able to like pitch and complete that outing. I think that's that's a plus. It's a positive uh, for his ability to still get major league hitters out. How likely is he to play a role on this team? I would say fairly likely if, with an asterisk, the if is if he's able to be healthy enough to pitch in spring training because I, I believe he has a contract opt-out at the um, – at the uh, what am I looking for here? At the end of uh, at the end of spring training, if he does not make the opening day roster, he could opt out. Which yeah, it's really kind of maybe maybe fifty fifty on whether or not he does. But if he's healthy enough to pitch, they will find a way to to squeeze him into um, you know into the mix. But you know, I, I want to say I want to say he will he will be um, he'll be an important part of the roster, but the jury is kind of very out. They have a lot of guys, have a lot of talent. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Like again, just going off the gut, I think they'll they'll try. That's about it. Being very rambly, very wild, um, long-winded here. I think I'm thrown off by the IG crowd over here, of which there's honestly I think there's one person in there. It happens. It happens trying it new on the IG side of things. But we'll take a couple more, and then we will get the hell out of here. You know, I was really hoping to stretch it out a little bit here and, and wait for the uh, the Kenley – or the Kenley – damn it uh, – the Clayton Kershaw signing because, you know, we're, 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 we're real good on signings happening during these streams. Um, but let's see, a couple more, and then we'll get the hell out of here. I love this one. Actually, I might want to end on this one just because it's near and dear to my heart. Mr. John Rod. Oh, wait. Well, I'll also take Mr. John Rod. It says Kenley's no longer about winning. He's just about trying to pile up the numbers for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and if he's somebody who's going to pitch for, like, you know, years beyond this, he's 36 now. If he's going to keep on pitching, it's going to keep getting uglier and uglier. Definitely wants those Hall of Fame numbers. And, you know, if he finds a way to get up to, like, 500 saves, he's going to have a, a real conversation here. But. I was going to say, I wanted to end on this one. Dennis Gonzalez says, bring Russell Martin back from retirement. My chingon. Hey, man, don't let him come out of retirement. Or, yeah, don't let him come out of retirement right now. He's about to be a Hall of Famer next year. Fingers crossed. Just saying. Russell Martin has got my vote. I don't have a vote, but he's got mine. Victor Fuentes says, Eric Gagne is available. As I said, I was going to leave, and then I haven't left yet. Carnivorous Lunar Activity, who starts opening day? Glasnow or Yamamoto? I'm going bet the house on Yamamoto. Yoshi-san's going to do it. Um, I, th- I think that's good. I mean, there's a lot of great comments. I don't want to, like, dis- uh, disregard a lot of comments in here, but also um, we've been going on for a while. I'm clearly all mentally mumbly right now, and we got another banger of a stream coming on. Um now, later this week with that guy, one of the few that's hanging out on the Instagram side of things, Mr. Kevin Perez Allen, who will be uh, hanging out with us in the chat, it will be the ultimate reunion because it's a guy who first suckered me into podcasting back in the uh, the, the the early part of the uh, the next. Uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to fucking I'm trying way too hard here, guys. I'm trying way too hard. What's going on here? Just have, just have some damn fun. This beat is sick. Anyways, we used to do a show a long time ago. Then we did another show. But uh, Charlie Stokes loves this show, and I appreciate you, Charlie. Appreciate everybody hanging out. I think it's about time to GT fuck out of here, as uh, they say somewhere in the Constitution. But, again, coming up on the channel this week, we will be streaming again on Thursday. 
with my original Blue Heaven podcast co-host and the star of Happy Fun Time Sports back in the day, my good friend, Mr. Kevin Perez-Allen. So be sure to tube in here on Thursday. It will be a time. If it's a good time, we'll find out. But thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the great uh, the questions, the comments. Again, you guys are what literally make this show. Uh, well, I mean, you know, completely make the show happen because I have other things that happen. But you guys make it that much better because then there's more things to talk about. You guys are, are you're sharp. You're with it. You guys get it. Damn good Dodger fan base. But let's let's keep on going. Keep on get to uh, 800 billion subscribers. We're halfway there or not even close. I don't know. But do hit that subscribe button while you're here, while you're on your way out. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the notification bell. It helps you know when I'm about to go live um, or when we go live or when I post things and all that kind of stuff. I'm Real FRG on the social media things. The links are in the description. I hope that I earned the thumbs up. Just want to point that out there. But anyways... Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you on the next one. Bye.